Welcome to The Weekly Stupid. I am the editor in charge. If you like what you hear, check out more at theweeklystupid.com. We have content on Facebook and YouTube. Welcome back to The Weekly Stupid Podcast. This is episode 28. We offer a look at life not considered by what you may consider normal. If you're looking for truth, justice, and the American way, then you are where you should be. Please leave a review and give us a rating on whatever podcast service you're using. In this podcast, I'm going to go over what our staff is currently working on, preview this week's articles, answer a submitted question, and for the functionally illiterate, I'm going to read last week's articles. Sarah Jean spent the week pushing her pudding diet book and assisting the good doctor with his extensive vanilla cream versus pudding experiments. They work well together. Check out her site at flutterbird.org. Ed spent the week with his buddies from Vlad's Ice Cream. Apparently, they're going to use the weight of the Russian government to help Ed win the 2020 election. We're learning that Putin is a huge fan of Butterbrickle ice cream and has a small fortune invested in Vlad's. Check out his site at allstud.net. Dr. Beekman spent the week putting back on the weight that he lost after gaining a bunch of weight eating a literal ton of Pez candies. It looks like it's back to the gym for the good doctor. If you like the strange, check out thefetalinstitute.com. This week we looked into the age-old question, which is better, vanilla cream or pudding-filled donuts? I'm not sure that we ever got an answer, but it sure was a wet and wild ride as we attempt to get to the answer. Each author gives their yummy opinion. Head on over to theweeklystupid.com to read the article in full. We had a question about a previous story. A faithful reader wanted to know if we ever got to the bottom of the MyPillow controversy. There is a rumor that MyPillow uses flutterbird feathers in their pillows. We've not gone public yet because we are a site that relies on facts. Stay tuned, dear reader. The answer is coming. We looked into the true origin of the mythical turkey. You may think that the turkey evolved naturally, but we have uncovered evidence that it is entirely a GMO product. The government has been keeping this under wraps since the 1830s. The initial product was introduced in 1835. There is fabricated evidence that the U.S. government has attempted to cover their involvement. We have also gathered pseudo-information that exposes efforts to make it appear that the mouth-watering abomination evolved naturally. It appears that the government has not done a truly incompetent job with this cover-up. This may be the first recorded instance of an efficient and well-run government program. We have been working on this conspiracy for months. When we started the investigation, we believed it only involved the president. I desperately wanted the story to be simple and occupy Ed for a few weeks. A brief separation of Ed and Sarah Jean during the holiday season is like a Christmas miracle. The miracle, though, was not to be. We discovered the conspiracy involves some lazy, ignorant, and very greedy teachers. This is a tale that will leave you both impressed and sickened. You'll be impressed at the skill and proudness required to create this glorious fiction. On the other hand, you'll be sickened as you consume the nasty GMO-infused pseudo-meat as you enjoy the glutton-filled holiday weekend. I've assigned each member of my incredible staff a different portion of this investigation. Ed wanted the teachers' union investigation. He liked the idea of interviewing the ladies. I believe he thinks all teachers are young, attractive women. As evidenced by my third-grade teacher, Miss Largenmean, this is not always the case. The story proves that a large government is a cruel and unusual government. The only good government is a limited government. 
Ed looked into President Andrew Jackson's involvement into this. In 1835, President Andrew Jackson, a.k.a. Kitten Jack, was able to eradicate the national debt. As your hunky president, Ed promises to do the same as long as you keep those photos and emails coming to hunkyman at allstud.net. He promises that he will remove the debt honestly, unlike Kitten Jack. Kitten Jack did this out of trickery and science. We think of GMOs as modern technology, but it was developed back in the 1820s. It was Kitten Jack that not only used GMOs, but he also started global cooling, mass starvation, global warming, and the latest self-righteous fad, climate change. He was a busy president. In January of 1835, Kitten Jack went into mad scientist mode. No offense, Dr. Beekman. He brought the greatest minds of the 1830s to the White House. After dueling each one to an early grave, he formulated a plan. King Andrew came up with an idea so scrumptious people would purchase, bake, and ingest it at rates not seen in human history. He crossbred a chicken and a leprechaun, and he created the greatest GMO product known to man. Back in the olden days, it resembled a chicken with tiny marshmallow shapes. The marshmallow shapes have since been evolutionarily absorbed into the chicken. The modern hybrid is now a food product that causes mouths to water at the mere sight or smell of the tasty, yet extremely ugly bird. Hundreds of child picture books were examined by the entire Weekly Stupid staff, including Sarah Jean. We were not able to find a single image of the mythical turkey prior to 1835. Photos that we did find were either doctored images or simply mythical drawings planted in random history books to perpetuate the conspiracy. We worked with our very own Dr. Beekman to formulate a consensus of opinion and have decided that the science is settled. The hero of New Orleans considered marketing the yummy GMO on the third Sunday in June. This day was commonly known as Beat Your Wife Day, but the menfolk were too drunk to listen to anything that was going on. He had another issue. He was not sure what to call this new GMO creation. President Andrew the Manipulator decided to involve less than intelligent teachers to perpetuate the myth that is still believed to this day. Late at night, he was hard at work breeding new leprechaun-chicken hybrids by day, he started talking to the teachers' union and figured out a way to kill two birds with one know-it-all group of greedy teachers. He contrived a way to alter the history books and name his new creation while filling the uppity teachers with false praise. The chicken-leprechaun hybrid was named during this set of meetings. But that's a story for Sarah Jean to report on. Sarah Jean looked into the teachers, and it's widely known that the teachers unionized in 1913 but it was back in 1835 that teachers formed their first back-alley deal with the government. Teachers were tired of dealing with the snot-nosed little brats. The continued beatings were causing carpal tunnel in the overworked wrists of the teachers. They formulated a plan to flee their jobs and head out to the rich country of Turkey. This occurred at the same time President Jackson wanted to set up a private meeting. We have exclusive documentation about the fateful day back in early June of 1935. As summer break was beginning, Andrew the Jack Jackson got wind of the teacher mutiny. He directed that any ship transporting teachers and heading to Turkey be redirected towards Washington. He offered the teachers 20% and the naming rights for his new hybrid. The teachers agreed and postponed their original plan for one year. The teachers named the hybrid after the country Turkey, the place they sought refuge in. Little did they know that for the next two years, Andrew Jumpy Pants Jackson would force them to work at Hickory Mill Slaughterhouse, forcing them to stay in the country. 
Now, Dr. Beekman, he decided to look into the science of this GMO stuff. He was doubtful that this hybrid concoction could be accomplished back in 1835. His first thought was that the science is much more advanced nowadays. But after spending some time consuming a few glasses of malt duck and mulling over the situation, he remembered magic. In today's modern world, he always forgets about magic. Magic was much stronger back in the 1800s. As we learn more and more about the world, we lose our ability to perform actual magic. This phenomenon is similar to Wile E. Coyote flying. He was able to stand in midair until it's pointing out that he can't stand in midair. The good doctor has always wanted to punch that awful roadrunner for teaching Wiley the truth and making him fall. Wouldn't we all be better off with a little less reality in our lives? But back to Turkey. He's always amazed that we continue to have things in the world that we could not have if we tried to create them today. If we tried to create a leprechaun chicken hybrid today, it would surely fail. It's a good thing that Sir Andrew Bippity Bop Jackson created the turkey when he did. If you need proof, just ask yourself, when did you last see a leprechaun? I bet it's been a few months. They used to be everywhere, but now they're almost extinct. Sarah Jean is running around saving the Flutterbird, but where is the organization trying to save leprechauns? This is truly an anti-leprechaun world that we live in. If you enjoyed this week's episode, consider telling your friends. Every time you tell a friend about the Weekly Stupid, Uncle Jed will share some of his Texas tea. Also, consider leaving a review. Thank you, and as always, enjoy the stupid.